and toxins from her bloodstream. And now she's beginning to make other sounds and verbalizing other, you know, sounds, which is pretty incredible. That means that the brain is remapping, uh, reconnecting itself and, and, and rebuilding itself. So again, this is all in reference of healthcare. So again, this is what this resource is. I always keep saying, please share it with your friends, your family, and your neighbors, and let them know that this free resource is there. Uh, definitely, uh, you can email me and and say your suggestions of future programs or benefits that people might benefit from. Uh, the programs that we have there, you know, these are national companies. Um, you know, um, good companies that have been around and great standing there a lot with the Better Business Bureau for 10, 20, 50 years, and they're national companies. So, again, you know, uh, I try to give out great programs and uh, companies with incredible credibility. So, again, is there as a resource, and it has to do with health care. So, again, um, these are all great programs that we have available. And like always, like I mentioned, if you have any suggestions or topics, please email me at that so this way we can review it and maybe put some of these companies or some of these benefits here as part of your resource center. So again, we also, uh, like I mentioned, we have so many different programs here. We have over 75 different programs to help you. And and again, uh, you can go on our Facebook and Twitter and all and just, you know, put there your like, you know, like us and all. And then definitely uh, please share this with your friends and family and neighbors. Uh, the NDC Savings Club, NDC stands for the National Drug Card. And that's another free service in case you wanted to see, save money on your medications. It's a free program. And you can um, look up on the website, nationaldrugcard.com, and you can look up for your medications, save you know, a lot of money there if you if you're have if you're undercover with insurance or you have a high deductibles or you have a, a big uh, uh, deductible you had to pay before you get in, you know before you get your prescriptions. And again, uh, we say that that's a necessary evil. Prescriptions de- definitely take care of your health first, and then that's like lastly what you would need to do in reference to medications, try to do it with diet, exercises, and herbs and vitamins. And do that if you need it. But again, a lot of us might need it, and it, which is a great help. But again, it's there for you. It's a free service. And you can look up medications right on the website. And also, I've been saying this, we just launched for us that have a pet we just launched a whole pet app so people can save money on their pet medications through the veterinarians, and it could be as high as 70%, 90%. So that app that you can download or go to the website, it's FluffyRx.com, or you can go to right to your Android or iPhone app, the Apple, and download the FluffyRx. It's F-L-U-F-F-Y-R-X. And you'll be able to download that app for free, and then you'll be able to save on your pet medications. Again, with all our apps and all, um, on there is also a human card for if you need it for yourself and also for your pets. 
And the great thing about it that you'll be able to look for the uh, pet medications right there on your phone or in your computer, put in your medication, put in your zip code, and it will give you the generic first, the cheapest price first. Uh, you'd be surprised, let's say as an example, like Lipitor at your local pharmacy or your, your stop and shop pharmacy, these are your local mom and pop pharmacy or supermarkets. Uh, Lipitor might be like 8 or $9, but then, you, you know, you'll be surprised. That's the generic Avastratin, but then the same medication, the same uh, Lipitor Avastratin uh, generic medication at CVS might be $28. At Rite Aid, it might be $32 for the same exact medication. So, again, as you can see, um, this is a great resource where you can go and save quite a bit of money on your you know, regular human medications and also on your pet medications. Please take advantage of that. It's absolutely free. You can download the app. Again, Fluffy RX. Download it. And on the app itself, there's videos and all. There's a link. My Podbeam is there as well. The radio show is there as well, so you can listen to it from your phone. And again, you can listen to all these shows here on PRN and right on the app, which is kind of nice. You can uh, listen late at night, plug it in with your headphones, and you can listen in, or just with a regular phone, and you'll be able to listen to all these great shows that we've done. And also on PRN, you can listen to their shows. So again... Uh, technology is pretty incredible, pretty amazing, and thank God that we have that kind of advantage now that we can listen to this and educate ourselves and learn about what, what's going on out there. And again, like I always say, please share this with your friends, your family, and your neighbors. Through this app and all, you'll be able to text it to to someone, you'll be able to email it to someone, and definitely like us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We have all that, you know. So again, we're up to the latest in technology, and please take advantage and please share it. Um, again, these are great resources, and like what I've been saying for a long time, you know, people are beginning now to wake up. To the reality that things are wrong and then we're looking for other alternative resources of information. A lot of us who listen to these shows, we're already aware of this. You know, we're the strange ones, the odd ones, the black sheep in the family and stuff. But you know what, everyone? They're beginning now to listen to us, you know, because that's how much things have changed. And here we have all these resources that we can send to them so they can start, you know, educating themselves. They can start wake, uh, coming out of the darkness, out of this, you know, incredible void that they've been lied to and everything. And, you know, coming into the light and start, you know, understanding, start being awoken to the reality, to realism, to instead of being around fakeism, as they grew up into, now they're being forced to come to, you know, realism, a realization that things are screwed up, things are getting worse, and they need to do something about it because everything that they have known has been a lie. 
just like The Matrix. If you guys haven't seen the movie The Matrix, it's an incredible movie, and it's for people wakening up. And that's probably why that movie was made. So then this way you can look at it on a spiritual level and on a human level, how people need to wake up to a reality. And also on my series on energy, we talked about that. We talked about on uh, in October, November, how, you know, he, you know, on astro- astrologically with uh, Shirley Warren, incredible shows. We did three shows on that and how, we woke up how you know things are have changed. She talked about how we all were on a yellow brick road, and I've mentioned this so many times, you know, from the Wizard of Oz, and what has happened in the last around December, November, December, the yellow brick road has been completely obliterated, and now everyone's standing around saying, "What the hell do I do? Where do I go?" Because I don't know. Everything's been destroyed. Look at our political system. Everything around us. It's beginning to come to some realization that it was all a lie. But the beauty of it, like she said, is that, and everything is beginning to say that, on numerology, on human design, and all these incredible things in astrology, is that it's up to us now to make our own yellow brick road. So that's incredible. It's all on us so we're able to create our own destiny. We're able to do what we need to do. And all the powers are there to give us the power to do it. So again, open up yourself because the universe has opened up. Like they said, you know, when you're ready to learn, the teacher would appear. And again, uh, please understand that that's not literally a physical thing of a teacher of a man or a woman, no. A teacher could be in many forms. In nature, in the ocean, in the flow of a waterfall, in a, in a child, in a baby. It could be your pet. These are all teachers. And when you're open to it within your mind's eye and your consciousness, then you can understand the messages. So those are the teachers and, of course, people as well. So again, I love using YouTube. YouTube is incredible, youtube.com. And you can look at all these concepts. There's so many people out there. But again, like I've said in the past, you have to do your homework. You have to do your research. And you have to look at many different points of view. It isn't that you look at the first one or the second one and then get the answer. No, it isn't. You might have to look through 14, 15, 21 different sources, and then you have an idea. And even then, you know, it, it's kind of a, a research, you know, and, you, and, and then it will guide you. Your vibration would take you where you're, you need to learn. So, again, we have all those resources here now for us to use. Uh, all right. So, again, everyone, um, what I'm going to be talking about today, which is pretty interesting, and you can go back to my last show last week. Last week's show was in cleansing, you know, spiritual cleansing of your house. And again, I talk about how 
there's entities, there's energies, you know, whatever you want to call it, evil, spirits, demons, whatever you want to call it. It's just entities, you know, life forces and energies that do invade our space, do invade our home, and things happen to us, things we can't go forward. So I mentioned in last week's show, and please go back to last week's show. Uh, last week's show was uh, spiritual house cleansing, how I did the steps to cleanse out a house and what you would need to do and what happens after you cleanse the house. It's much like clutter. You know, it's much like static. It's much like, you know, home uh, toxicity, you know, from outgassing and stuff. It's really great to just, you know, cleanse out the house, open up all the doors and windows and let all the fresh air in, and and also the sun is a sterilizer, and also it, it lightens and it, and it clears out the home. So again, I did a whole show on that on cleansing out a home, and you and taking in consideration that these entities, these energies, these spirits or demons or whatever you want to call them, they are real, and I talk about how throughout. You know, mankind, through our existence, uh, you know, people acknowledge that. And I mentioned how tribes, there's still tribes, Indian tribes, native people tribes, probably in Brazil and in, in the rainforest and Central America and Honduras and maybe in Cuba, there's probably still native tribes in there that never saw television, don't know anything about technology or modern civilization. And most of the time, when they have found tribes like that, they still are there with evil, you know, with omens and, and spirits and evil and good and bad. So, again, this is there. If you choose not to acknowledge something, then you're choosing the reality of life itself. Life has its dualisms positive and negative, electricity and magnetism, good and evil, light and day. So again, these are yin and yang. These are all, look at the, the sun and the moon. So again, these are all energies. And, they're, they, and they do have a dualism. So again, you know, I think someone would be very stupid not to believe that this is not so. So again, that would be a huge negative on your end. You have to acknowledge something. And again, what would it hurt? It's not going to hurt. Maybe it would help. So again, take advantage of this and listen to the show. And how can you, you know, if you could acknowledge the concept, which I, you know, I wish that people would, and I think most of us would understand that, then then how can we cleanse out this vibration, this static out of our homes? So saying that, today's show is going to be on how do you cleanse yourself? How do you spiritually cleanse yourself? So let, let's, let's start off with that. Let's first acknowledge that there's a possibility that ourselves, we 
can get contaminated. We can get invaded. We can we we could get like a virus. I mean, isn't that so far fetched to think that we cannot? I mean, we do get sick. We do get contaminated. We do get parasites. So then why not the possibility that we could get invaded by what? These entities, these life forces, these energies, these spirits, these demons, whatever you want to call it. In the near future, I'll be doing a whole series on this, on these entities and all, and what people with other guests talking about what these entities are and all. Let's just say, you know, that it is real. In, by the way, in my point of view, it's 100% real. If I can acknowledge that, you know, for every action is an opposite reaction, there's positive and negative. You can look at electricity and you, ha- and you have magnetism. You know, you got up, you got down. You have night and you have day. So, again, there's dualism. So, as far as I'm concerned, this is what I believe. This is my belief system, my, my beliefs, my experiences, my research, and my knowledge and reference to this whole topic of energy. So, for me, I acknowledge that these things are real. So, if you do acknowledge that these things are real, okay, how... Do they affect you? What can they do to you? Well, I look at it as, and I talked about in the past about chakras and auras, how we have literally an energy field around us. And usually it's about the length of your arm. If you spread out your arms and you go completely up with your arm and you go across, that's usually your aura, your energy around you. And that's like a, a field of energy. Then you got your physical body. Inside your physical body, you have, of course, your nervous system, your circulatory system, and you have all these, you know, all these systems physically, veins and all, and bones and, and skeletal systems and all, and organs. So outside of us, we have all these chakras and auras. I mean, we are energy. You know, if you looked at our show that I've done on Krillian photography, you can actually see there is auras and energy around living things. So, again, you can go back to that show that I've done. So, if you acknowledge this, look at it as as a shield. Remember Star Trek, you put up your shields. Well, you have these shields around you, and that's our protection, much like the Earth itself has magnetic fields around it. Those are its shields that protects it from the sun's radiations and ultraviolet and ionizing radiation. It, it, it protects us and it protects the planet. So as you're beginning to hear, you're beginning to understand that there are shields. So an incredible thing about these shields, now technology is beginning now to actually start seeing these auras and these energy shields. It wasn't not too long ago that science has even acknowledged that, and I talked about that in the past, about how energy meridiums and acupuncture energy lines are there within the body. They did tests with um, 
Um, I did it, they did it with some sort of ink, um, radioactive ink, but it was very low dose, and they were able to see how it was able to flow along these uh, acupuncture lines, like what the Chinese talked about. You know, we talk about qi energy, and you talk about these rivers, and that's energy flows. So science is beginning to acknowledge this, and more and more now, as as technology keeps going forward, we're, we're going to be seeing more and more of these auras and these energy fields around. And by the way, they're also able to, you know, tell sickness. They're able to show sickness in areas of the body and areas, you know, that are, are diseased and harm, you know, harmed. Uh, special healers and, and psychics and stuff, they're able to sense this. You can also do this with uh, apply kinesiology and reflexology. You can do this with that. So, again, learn about those topics. So, all these things are real. So, again, these are realities. So, saying that, what what could happen to us if if we become weakened? Uh, these are like cracks, or they come within our spiritual selves. And look at it as the yolk and an egg. You know, we all know what a chicken egg is. And, you know, and the yolk is inside. So you can look at that as yourself. And the egg, it's the the shield. Um, you know, when we go to the supermarket, we buy eggs. Again, you know, we cook with eggs, scramble eggs and the whole thing. And when you go to the supermarket, you buy your, your case of egg, your crate of eggs. And then you open it up. Why do you open it up and why do you look at the eggs? Make sure that they're not cracked. If you have a cracked egg, that means it's a bad egg. And you can get very sick from that. So, again, we know that concept. So, we can look at ourselves as actually as an egg. And what happens is that there's all these forces out there, all these negative forces out there, all these entities, all these energies are always trying to crack us. And that's cracked these aura fields, these, you know, uh, shields that we have. And then once they break in and they do it on the always on the over and over and over there they have nothing better to do but to do that to, to try to destroy us they crack into us and then we become contaminated how do we become contaminated well we become contaminated with all these thoughts and all these feelings uh, of being depressed of being tired uh, some of us become gamblers some of us become smokers uh, some of us become overeaters. Some of us become sexual people. Other people, other people get into drugs, everything from marijuana to cocaine to crack and to heroin and stuff. And also, a lot of people become alcoholics and, and winos and whatever you want to call it. And also, relationships, bad relationships. These are all entities that are inside of us and, and they're vibrating those vibrations and each of them is completely different so the first thing people from my point of view 
you have to turn around and say, how do, how do I acknowledge this? Well, how do you acknowledge this is that you first have to say that I don't allow this anymore. Like the whole concept of a vampire, you know, uh, a vampire cannot um, come into your house until you invite it, until you invite the vampire into your house. And again, it's just metaphorically. So the reality is that we don't know any about none of this. So you can look at your house and your door, your front door, and all your windows completely open, and we don't know about this. So all these entities come into us, being the house, being ourselves, our body. And then these entities could be gamblers, sexual entities and stuff. And then a lot of us who's gone through these experiences, like if if you're an alcoholic and and you finally stop, you say, I'm not going to drink no more. That's it. It has destroyed my body. You're you're throwing, you're casting out these vibrations of these negative energies or these entities out of you because you no longer acknowledge it inside of you. You realized it, look at all the harm it did, and then you're casting it out. So that's one way that you have acknowledged it. Now, the other entity might be that of smoking. You have smokers inside of you. And then you, that's why people can't quit. And they took all these courses and stuff to try to quit through biological stuff. And they can't. It's because maybe there's a, a spiritual entity inside of you. And once you acknowledge that and you cleanse out, Maybe that will go away. And I've been suggesting this to people. Once you acknowledge something, you cast it out. And then it's it's not longer invited into your house, invited into your spirit. So the whole thing is to acknowledge these things and throw them out. For me, how do you you first have to acknowledge it is that you acknowledge it and then you throw it out. I don't want it to be here no more. And for me, I, I, you know, look at your your body and you look at yourself and you and you grab it with your hands. Let's say the 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 energy or the vibration of a smoker, the energy of vibration of a gambler, the the energy vibration of a drug, the energy vibration of of alcohol, and you kind of grab it. You grab it from let's say from your your hands. You pick up your arms and you grab it with your fingers and you can feel it and you just push it down like you grab it and you push it down to to down to the earth down to the floor and you let it go back to hell whatever hell belongs but not inside of you you push this out of you get this garbage out of you and when you get this garbage out of you it's like grabbing around you all this you know dark energy or this these these bad energies these dark forces and grab it with your fingers you can kind of feel it and it's heavy and then you just push it down you might have to do that you know many of times and just say i don't longer accept you you're not within me you know and then you do whatever prayer you want with god's blessing and see white light to cleanse it out and this is all kinds of manifestations you do this and you cleanse this garbage out and then you do your prayer whatever religion whatever feels right with you I just clean it out and see white light throughout me and you're cleansing out all this garbage 
coming out of you and you're pushing it down and say you no longer welcome like a vampire cannot come into your house if you don't welcome it anymore but believe it or not they continue keep coming in they keep 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 continue keep coming in and you have to keep pushing it out and cleansing it out so it's a never-ending battle it isn't a one-time thing it's an always always a lot of us who have alcohol issues you know sex issues drug issues relationships you know that it's always in us we always have to fight those demons so again that's just the reality of how this is we need to just grab it and cleanse it out of us and then that's why we probably spend so much time we love when we go into the sun we see the light because again the light comes into our eye into our third eye and then it, it bathes every single cell with full spectrum light and it cleanses out that's why so many people spend so much time at the beach maybe it's because we're cleansing out intuitively without us realizing we're cleansing out all this garbage so again grab it with your you know, hold up your arms and grab it, you know, go from the top of your head and grab it down to your head, to your shoulders, down to your waist, down to your knees, and down to your feet and just push it out and get this garbage out of you, these entities, and say, you're no longer welcome here. You no longer are part of me. And this is a part of a self-cleansing. Also, you do that with the methods that I did doing my first show of house cleansing and that's again using stage using holy water using prayer cleanse out the house and you're there in your house and you're also cleansing out yourself so take these two shows and cleanse out the house and cleanse out yourself you'd be surprised you know what can start happening you can start having great opportunities great um, door openings because this cycle brings you right back where you started. You can't grow. So maybe when you cleanse out your house, cleanse out yourself, then these entities, these energies, now you can go forward with your life and what you're meant to be and the doors will open because these dark entities, these energies, they all they do is create roadblocks, you know, obstacles that you can't go forward. So, and they keep you as a smoker. They keep you as an alcoholic. They keep you there for always. So again, take this advice. I have used it myself and it has been incredibly. I, I have mentioned this to other people and they have been incredibly blessed because now they understand there's some reality to all this. And the more you realize it, like they say, you have to know thy enemy. And once you know, then you're able to deal with it. So again, this is part of the self-cleansing. And right now, I'm going to be doing my, my, my second part with this lady, Teal Sean. And, and the, uh, and the uh, website is there, so you can listen to it. And she talks about symptoms of psychic attacks, these energy attacks. And what would you feel? What would you expect? So at this point... Let's go listen to that to that part and let's see, you know, what a different person's point of view might be in this in reference to cleansing out. 
So again, let's listen to her. Hello everyone. Today I want to talk to you about psychic attack. Psychic attack is basically a fancy name for negative energy being focused at you with either the conscious or subconscious intention for harm to come to you or any aspect of your life. Of course, psychic attack can take place on an energetic level, a mental level, an emotional level, or a physical level. These negative energies are projected in the form of thought and intention. They're a byproduct of the psyche. At the extreme end of the scale of psychic attack, we see the deliberate practices of hexes and curses, spells that were created to harm instead of benefit an individual. The reason that people feel so intimidated by psychic attack is firstly because they don't understand what it is, and secondly because of the name it was given. Because of the name that we gave psychic attack, people associate it with psychics, with the supernatural, and with magic. We call anything supernatural that we don't understand. The minute we understand it, it becomes natural. Psychic attack can involve ritualistic technique, but by far and away the majority of psychic attack is not ritual and involves nothing more than the thought and intention for harm to come to someone. Psychic attack has long been associated with voodoo and with a kind of witchcraft called black magic. Black magic is considered to be magic that is done against the free will of another person. In reality, you can't do anything against the free will of somebody else because in order to experience anything in the first place, like someone harming you, you have to already be a vibrational match to that experience. The way that people think about us and feel towards us as well as their energy that they're projecting towards us, creates strong energetic signatures, strong frequencies. And when we're exposed to those frequencies, like anything, they affect us. So here's some symptoms that you'll see in conjunction with psychic attack. Experiencing frightening nightmares. Seeing your attacker in a devilish way, either in your dreams, your meditations, or your thoughts. Suddenly acting totally out of character. Major changes in clarity of thinking or analytical ability. Sudden ongoing fatigue for no apparent reason. A feeling of being drained. Icy cold feelings in parts of your body or all of your body. Hearing voices. Strange or reoccurring accidents. A discomfort or fear in a specific room or area in your home or office. Sudden illnesses that elude diagnosis. Feeling someone touch you or bump into you when no one's present. Sudden depression without an apparent cause. Seeming ongoing bad luck disturbing visions or hallucinations, rational fear, anger, or sorrow, a negative obsessive thought, desire, or fetish that won't go away, having thoughts and images of your attacker creeping into your mind constantly, or feeling that you're being watched and seeing shadows around you from the corner of your eye even when you're alone. As you can see, the symptoms that we see with psychic attack can also be attributed to a great many other things, which is why it's so hard to decide or decipher whether you are officially being attacked psychically or whether it is in fact caused by something completely unrelated. All of this being said, this couldn't be happening in your reality if you are experiencing psychic attack unless you have somehow made yourself a match to attack. That's super crucial. Being aware of psychic attack diminishes the effect of psychic attack significantly. Like anything, awareness is the first step. But when it comes to psychic attack, awareness has much more to it than just recognizing that it's happening. You also have to have an understanding of your attacker, and you have to have an understanding as to why you're lining up with this experience. In reality, psychic attack has everything to do with the out-of-alignment state of the attacker and the out-of-alignment state of the victim. Psychic attack is based mainly upon jealousy, anger, revenge, or perceived powerlessness to you, 
or fear of you. The psychic attacker, like the victims they choose, is a person full of trauma. They view the world through the eyes of trauma and create lots of drama because they engage with the world as if the world is a hostile environment. In essence, they live in a state where they vacillate between attack and defense. It's really important to think about it this way. In order to understand psychic attack, it's important to understand that no one will ever attack you unless they think they've been attacked first. This may confuse you, so to clarify, let's take jealousy. If someone's jealous of you, they perceive your presence as being an attack on their self-worth. And because of that perceived attack, they feel as if it's warranted for them to attack back. In their minds, they don't see this as the first initiation of attack. They see this as a defense. As far as the victim is concerned, it's important to understand that if you were truly in alignment, you would be so far outside the vibrational range of a reality where you could experience someone attacking you or coming up against you, that you wouldn't even meet them. They wouldn't even show up in your reality. We cannot discuss psychic attack without discussing victimhood. The victim does not know that they are the initiator of the experiences that they have. All the psychic attacker is is a vibrational match to the unhealed aspects of us, mostly that reside in the subconscious that we are not yet aware of. You cannot be a match to the psychic attack unless there is a point of attraction of it within you. So universally, this point of attraction to it is seen as an asking for it. If you do not have any awareness of why these things are coming into your reality because you're not aware of your shadows, and you're not aware that your reality is happening in response to your vibration, then you're living in a reality where you're looking out at the world and you're seeing bad things happen to good people, people who don't deserve these things. And so you come to the conclusion that it's possible for other things to inflict themselves upon your reality. From there, it's a very easy jump to say, I need to start defending myself. I need to figure out a way to protect myself. I need to get bigger weapons so that I can fight against this. But therein lies the problem. Like all things, you cannot push against psychic attack and not draw it to you. When you give your attention to someone or something else that causes you to feel negative, you yourself are pinching yourself off from the flow of infinite energy to you, and you blame the way you feel on them. They are the quote-unquote reason you unintentionally cut yourself off from your own alignment. You blame them for how you now feel because the way you feel happened in response to placing your attention upon them. The problem is you cannot blame someone else for how you feel and not simultaneously acknowledge or activate the vibration within you of your own powerlessness. Powerlessness increases our victimhood vibration and thus increases our manifestation of psychic attacks. Prolonged states of anger, rage, resentment, bitterness, vindictiveness, fears, and suppressed trauma from childhood will draw and attract people who are so not self-aware that they carry out psychic attack. Ongoing repressed negative emotions will always eventually turn into a physical reflection of those emotions. To explain psychic attack, I'm going to share a personal story. Last year, I flew to the East Coast to hold one of my workshops. And the day before the workshop, I held an art gala where I could expose my frequency paintings to the world and also sell them. A very disturbed woman showed up to that party that night. And she was operating from a space of jealousy having considered herself to be a shaman and nearly 60 years older than me. She was very frustrated that I was experiencing the kind of attention that she had always wanted but had never achieved. To justify that anger and resentment for how she felt, she decided that I was Illuminati. 
So she proceeded throughout the night to walk around the room picking up crystals and attempting to cast hexes on me and the people who were attending the gathering. And that same night, as I was interacting with other people at this gathering, she invited people into the hallways to convince them why I was Illuminati, how I was controlling them, and to try to convince them not to attend the workshop the next day. She actually did succeed that night in persuading about 12 to 15 people not to show up that next day for my workshop, as they confessed to me later. Long story short, I felt completely targeted. For a while, I felt like I was being attacked, like I didn't deserve it, but it was coming at me. Now, if I didn't understand psychic attack, I would have missed the fact that I became a match to that for a very specific reason. When I paid attention to the way I felt about the experience, I noticed that it wasn't a new feeling. What it was was a perfect reflection of how I felt growing up in a Mormon town where those families, especially the women in those families, ostracized me from the society and separated me from their children who I really wanted to play with. They drove a wedge between me and the people I was trying to connect with. This woman was a messenger that was trying to relay to me an unhealed aspect of my being. It was an opportunity presented by the universe for me to heal an unhealed aspect of my childhood trauma. If I had missed that by thinking that I simply need to protect myself more or I need to combat that with some energy technique or some other spell to try to prevent people from doing that in the future, I would have missed the opportunity to come into a space of integration about that subject of ostracization and being targeted and being called out unfairly. She was, in fact, a messenger for a great many people who were at that particular gathering that evening, not just me. She mirrored a lot of suppressed trauma for many people who attended that event. <laughs> Sorry. If psychic attack has shown up in your reality, use the contrast of that psychic attacker to do two things. The first is to recognize the reflection of someone projecting negative energy in your direction as a reflection of a deeply suppressed trauma within you, a reflection of past feelings of powerlessness, despair, desperation, hopelessness, fear, and unfairness. Explore the feelings you have about being a victim or experiencing undeserved harm. This is what the revolutionary psychologist Carl Jung would have called shadow work. Prod around in the subconscious in order to heal your unresolved traumas. Two, use it to design your reality by identifying your desire. Realize what you want is to be more in control of your own vibration than this. What you want, for example, might be empowerment and allowing and go in the direction of that. Do more things that cause you to feel empowered. Pay attention to anything or anyone that causes you to feel more allowing of other people and how other people choose to behave. Understand that you can't arrange the circumstances of your reality enough to control everyone else's behavior. And you can't think about protecting yourself without simultaneously creating the experience of having something that you need to protect yourself against. Once you control your own vibration, you are exempt from experiencing other people affecting or creating the way that you feel. All other modalities of dealing with psychic attack must come second to this. There are many techniques for warding off psychic attack, which you can use in conjunction with becoming aware of your own shadow aspects and integrating your past trauma, as well as increasing your vibration. I'm going to list some for you today. The first and foremost is white sage. 
you can buy white sage as an essential oil and you can dab it on your pulse points. You can also plant it around your house. But by far the best way to use white sage is to get a smudge stick. What you do is you take the smoke of the white sage plant around your house. You can also use your hand to wipe it into your auric field. White sage is an amazing neutralizer of negative energies, and it's been used for thousands upon thousands of years for this very reason. Carry the minerals whose frequency is the very best at deflecting negative energies, transforming negative energies, and cloaking. In my opinion, the very best are black tourmaline, obsidian, pyrite, moldavite, spirit quartz, fire agate, and chiastolite. Use herbs or plants that are the very best at deflecting negative energies. In my opinion, these are sage, rosemary, eucalyptus, frankincense, oregano, clove, lavender, juniper, ylang-ylang, tea tree, and sandalwood. Visit energy worker professionals who you feel drawn towards, who are adept at auric cleansing, and who are also versed in psychic attack. Visit open-minded, spiritually-oriented psychologists who are adept at helping you do shadow work, who are adept at helping you become conscious of the subconscious and recognize limiting and non-healthy patterns within you. Now I'm going to give you a special little treat. I'm going to share with you a spell formula that's been used for thousands of years to help deflect negative energies. Originally, it was known as a protection spell, but as we know now, any kind of protection only creates something which needs to be protected against. Nonetheless, this particular formula is very adept at deflecting negative energies. To do this, we put eight ounces of water in a spray bottle. Make sure the water is obtained from a natural, pure, fresh source such as spring water, lake water, river water, or artesian well water. If you absolutely can't find natural water, use bottled spring water. Put six drops of rosemary oil, six drops of sandalwood oil, eight drops of frankincense oil, five drops of juniper oil, and three drops of lavender oil into the water. Add eight fennel seeds and three whole cloves. Drop three small protection stones of your choice into the water. My favorite is black tourmaline. Expose the mixture to the color violet. To do this, you can imagine the color being diffused into the mixture, or you can cover the bottle with a violet-colored cloth. Then, by projecting your intention into the mixture, you can mentally ask the ingredients to awaken. Ask them to help clear you of negative energies and deflect negative energies directed at you. This is, of course, a very personal experience, and so it will vary how much time it takes for you to ask these ingredients to awaken. But when you feel as if the time spent focusing your intention towards the creation is sufficient, or when you feel as if the ingredients are coming alive, shake the mixture 28 times and spray yourself and anything else you want to shield with it. Shake and respray it anytime you feel like you need it. This mixture will last for about three months before it loses its potency and will need to be replaced. Make sure you store it in an area where it's shielded from absorbing other energies within the house. Another thing you can do to thwart psychic attack is to do meditations and visualizations. 
course, like anything, there's a great many available to you to choose from. But my personal favorite are focused on cleansing. My favorite visualizations entail visualizing a white liquid light that is flowing through your body and cleansing every aspect of your body, both inside and outside, and your auric field. You don't need to be guided to do this. All you need to do is, with your intuition, imagine this liquid white light flowing through your veins into every tiny cell inside of your bones, outside through your auric field, to whatever degree you feel completely cleansed. Another thing you could do is to do a meditation or visualization on taking a sacred bath. You can visualize getting into a sacred pool of water, a lake, a stream, an actual bath, anything, and visualize the water being whatever color you want it to, with the understanding that it's going to wash away all the impurities and negative energies within your body. So visualize this water healing you as the negative energies leave your body. Visualize the particles of negativity or the energy of that negativity being taken away from you, flowing into the earth and being claimed by the earth energy, and then because the earth energy is as powerful as it is, being transformed by the earth, knowing, of course, that you're completely cleansed now and refreshed. These visualizations can be greatly enhanced by doing them while taking an actual bath in water where Himalayan salt or sea salt has been intentionally added to the water. When you have successfully addressed the shadows within you that made you a match to the experience, and when you've come into a place of empowerment, then it's a good idea to develop compassion for your psychic attacker. Chances are you have no idea how painful the life of the psychic attacker is. The reason is, you can't project out any ill intention without receiving it back. This is why in witchcraft they have the law of three. The law of three basically states that whatever intention you put out, you get back threefold, three times bigger. And this makes sense from a vibrational standpoint, because whatever energy you project, when you focus on it longer, it comes back bigger. That means that the lives of people who engage in psychic attack are acutely painful. They will experience attack themselves again and again throughout life. They will seem like victims. Psychic attack is not something to be afraid of. It is not something mystical or supernatural that is beyond our control. It is, in fact, just a natural byproduct of people, including us, living in a world where the negative trauma that we experience causes us to fall out of alignment. The most important thing to understand about psychic attack is that psychic attackers are not there to attack you. They are, in fact, just messengers that the universe is sending you for unhealed, unconscious aspects of your psyche and of your reality that wish to be seen and acknowledged that wish to be integrated. In other words, they are reflections of unhealed aspects of you that are begging for healing. Psychic attack is a call for further healing and integration so that we can become more whole. Again, everyone, as you just heard that, that was a great explanation of a psychic attack. And again, that's people throwing out their energy, live people throwing out their energy towards you and what you can do and see how that would affect you. Um, my point of view was that I took it now to the next level where beyond live people doing stuff to you, it's just having these entities, these dark forces coming around you, you 
not realizing, you know, uh, inviting them into your house. Like I said before, a vampire cannot come into your house unless you invite it. And again, um, we don't know that. And our doors and windows are completely open, so everything comes in. And not until we experience our traumas and, and our fights with alcoholism and arguments and bad relationships and drugs, these are these entities, these beings. So again, it's not up uh, until you realize that and then you, you come at one time, you say, you know, I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm not going to do the drug anymore. I'm not going to go to those bars anymore. I'm not going to go out and do gamble anymore. I'm not. See, now you're, you're casting out these entities from within you. And like I said, grab them with, grab it, these energy, with your fingers and your hands with both arms raised and then push it down to the earth. Push it down to hell, wherever it belongs, but not in your house, not inside of you. So again, this is just, you know, my explanation. It will work wonders. Go there on YouTube. There's incredible people like Tio Sean, and the link is there also. And then look at all the different ways that you can go out there and start cleansing yourself, cleansing your house. And then you will start wakening up and realizing that, you know, you don't feel as, as weak and destroyed as you did. So again, everyone... Go back to the shows. And again, uh, uh, thank you for listening. And we'll look forward to our next show in reference to energy. Thank you, everyone. Have a, a good rest of the week. Thank you. Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead The world has changed so very much from what it used to be There's so much